Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, November 16th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Some prominent St. Louis science organizations are trying to get more children interested in nature. We really want to teach them that they can do science. It's not so intimidating. It's not so scary. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke takes us on a field trip. United Auto Workers at the Wentzville General Motors plant have voted against the tentative contract reached by the union and automaker. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports UAW Local 2250 joins others throughout the country in voting down the agreement. 54% of production workers at the Wentzville GM plant voted against the new contract. A majority of skilled trades workers voted in favor of the deal, but they only make up about a tenth of the plant's workforce. The tentative contract guaranteed at least a 25% base wage increase, cost of living allowances tied to inflation, and increased 401k retirement contributions. The rejection by workers in Wentzville doesn't mean the contract will be defeated, because union workers workers across the country are also voting on the agreement. According to the UAW's vote tracker, a majority of GM workers across the country have voted in favor of the new contract. I'm Eric Schmidt, St. Louis Public Radio. Workers at eight St. Louis area Starbucks are participating in a national strike today. They say the coffee retailer refuses to bargain on staffing, scheduling, and other issues. Starbucks Workers United says many workers feel abandoned by management's refusal to schedule enough people, especially on promotional days. The job action coincides with the company's annual day to hand out those free red reusable cups. It's one of Starbucks' busiest days of the year. Democratic Congressman from Missouri Emanuel Cleaver says he will not sign a resolution calling for President Joe Biden to support a ceasefire in Gaza. George Russell has more. Cleaver said the ceasefire now resolution still depends on Israel and Hamas to independently agree to halt military actions. Cleaver said he's not confident the legislation, which is co-sponsored by fellow Missouri Democrat Cory Bush, will lead to any concrete results. You can't vote a ceasefire into existence. You you can't just sign your name on the thing and say, I'm I'm in favor of ceasefire, and it happens. Local activist groups like Al-Hadaf and KC Tenants have been urging Cleaver to sign the resolution and staged a sit-in at his Kansas City office last week. The groups say that pressure from U.S. political leaders is essential to de-escalating the violence. I'm George Russell. Arguments will take place today in a lawsuit challenging Missouri's ban on most abortions. The legal action accuses legislators of imposing their own religious beliefs when passing the law. A group of religious leaders wants a permanent injunction to stop Missouri from enforcing the regulations. Members also claim parts of the ban violate the state constitution. Missouri's law went into effect after Roe v. Wade was overturned. It bans abortions, except in a medical emergency. A Missouri University of Science and Technology scientist is studying how glass powder can heal wounds and prevent infections. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fentum reports the material can help heal patients more quickly and easily than other options. Dentist doctors and other health workers have used glass to stop bleeding for decades. The glass acts like a sponge, sopping up blood. It also gives a structure for clots to form on top of before the glass is absorbed back into the body. Unlike other materials, it doesn't need to be removed after use, and it doesn't heat up when applied. 
Missouri S&T professor Mark Towler has patented a new kind of the powder that's very porous. It looks like sugar, it handles like sugar, and when you put it into the wound, it causes a, a very quick clotting process to occur. He says he thinks the powder releases elements that could serve as antibiotics. The chemical engineering professor will next year travel to South Africa to work with other scientists and investigate the hypothesis. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. The CEO of a St. Anne-based grocery company has resigned. Leon Bergman has been with Save-A-Lot for less than two years. He plans to spend more time with family. This resignation follows the company's decision to sell its St. Louis area stores to Leavers Supermarkets. Board member Fred Bowler is serving as interim CEO. Some St. Louis organizations are working together to try to get more children interested in nature and the environment. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke takes us on a field trip in Forest Park. A gaggle of scientists is getting ready to search for tagged animals in Forest Park on a recent warm November Wednesday. Okay, these are not all scientists, at least not yet. Ron Esterwold, Carmelo Hunter, and their sixth grade classmates at Long International Middle School are in Forest Park today to learn about science and local wildlife. Someone was asking what this is. Stella Uterwall is the senior scientist for the Forest Park Living Lab. She's setting up pronged metal tracking antennas for the students. So if we turn this on, do you guys hear this? Yeah. Yeah. Is it White noise and beeps get louder when the antennas are pointed in the direction of the toy animals the boys are searching for. Ron and Carmelo set off through fallen leaves near a small body of water behind the muni. We're looking for a possum, an owl, and a turtle. That's a good hide Is this harder than you thought it was going to be? Yes. This field trip is being put on by the Forest Park Living Lab a collaboration between local institutions, including St. Louis University, Washington University, and the zoo. The groups have been bringing classes to Forest Park for a few years to try to get more local students interested in nature and science. The Forest Park Living Lab does all kinds of work to understand the wildlife that calls the park home. That includes red foxes, groundhogs, and Missouri's state reptile, three-toed box turtles. Hey, you hear this? Ron's tracking a turtle, too, although this one is a stuffed animal. Hey, Carmelo, it's in this area. It's right here. Hey, King, hold this real quick. Oh, I need somebody to hold this. Hey, Carmelo, we got the turtle. The students switch through activities about monarch butterfly migration and local snakes. They identify trees by collecting leaves. Hannah Griffiths is with the National Great Rivers Research and Education Center. She's dipping a gnat into leaf litter near the edge of Deer Lake to look for macroinvertebrates. Basically a fancy way of saying water bugs. She puts them in white plastic trays along with some water. We've got one big leech in here, so hopefully that doesn't freak the kids out too much. And then we do have one mayfly, which I'm excited to see because those generally indicate good water quality. Griffiths' colleague, Jolena Pang, is also setting up stations for the students. We really want to teach them that they can do science. It's not so intimidating. It's not so scary um, because we really need a lot of environmental scientists uh, coming up in the next generations. That's especially important as the climate continues to change. On the day the students were exploring this small corner of the park, 
The National Weather Service announced St. Louis set a new record high temperature for that day. Just try not to move the table too much and it'll be easy to see the stuff as it's moving around. Anthony Dell is a community ecologist with the National Great Rivers Research and Education Center. He's showing Ron and Carmelo some of the squirming macroinvertebrates. That's a larval mayfly. I could touch the water. Guess how long the adults live for? Good Oh, uh, look at that. Look how big it is. One day, <laughs> Ron isn't as grossed out as some of the other students. He's got a scorpion and a gecko at home. He's also already planning on becoming a scientist when he gets older. Yeah, I, I read about like uh, animal stuff because like when I grow up, I want to be a veterinarian. Carmelo's future plans aren't as set in stone. I don't know yet. I still got a long time to think about it. <laughs> All right, guys, let's I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Brian Moline edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.